When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. You always talk that close to the microphone. Do I, not really. Not okay. in particular. I don't like talking into the microphone like this. I got my mouth up on it. I feel like there are certain people that think this is the way to do it. I mean, when I it feels like when I, my mouth is this close to it, my 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 accent gets a little bit more southern for some reason. I can't tell you why. <laughs> what in the heckins? What in the heckins happening right here? Maybe this is how most people in the south talk. Like they're pressed right up against them. Maybe maybe this is how you become like a country music station. It's like the difference is like, hey, do you speak in like a southern drawl at all? It's like, oh no, it's like, oh, just put your mouth close to the microphone. Don't worry, well, it'll come out. <laughs> What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. That's right. I'm, you thought you could get rid of me, but I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> who thought we could get rid of you? Uh, no, nobody. I, as, as, a, as a host of this particular show, it's really nothing without its like key guest. Right, yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you're you're like you're like the the Brad Pitt to my I don't even know who's the most who's the most well universally liked late night host that there is. Uh, oh man, I don't know. It feels like Fallon, right? Fallon, now. Fallon. We'll Fallon. go with Fallon. Yeah, Everybody you're, loves him unequivocally. You're you're the Brad Pitt to my Fallon. Okay, cool. <laughs> is that or, you think the or, rating? or not? I or don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man. man, who knows? What is okay? What is it about Brad Pitt that has made him so like? iconically specially like super famous in this way that is like it's almost like when your mind goes to like reach for like obvious well-known celebrity it's Uh like oh brad pitt or or is it just my mind for that matter like i I mean certainly brad pitt is like top tier a-list celebrity i know okay but so i've i've thought about this before because i've had a similar uh phenomenon with a a a different member of the oceans 11 cast which is matt damon Uh where i've gone through and i'm like oh matt damon like he's in all the classics and i'm like matt damon movies and it's like i think sometimes i'm surprised that there are fewer like matt damon movies that would fall into like like amongst my favorites list and i'm like it's like is it the born movies like is that like is that really you know, like like the reason that like Matt Damon is like the Matt Damon, you right. know, like it's like like if Matt Damon, like when Matt Damon showed up, for example, I feel like I'm saying Matt Damon. Too many he times. said you said his name quite a few times. I believe the reason Matt Damon, Matt Damon is Matt Damon, um, is from the movie he wrote with Ben Affleck. 
Oh, oh man. What is it what called? What is it called? My brain immediately went <coughs> to know. Shawshank Redemption, which not is not that. it. I think Robin Williams is in it, right? He is, yep. It's the yeah. one where he's like a janitor, but he's also like very good at like math. really smart. At maths. Oh, goodness. The great. problem yeah. is I haven't seen the movie, so the, I don't really remember the name. And okay. this is one of those movies that it's like you can't say you haven't seen because you're supposed to have seen it. Okay, Matt Damon movies. Hang on. We're pulling <coughs> yeah. it up. We're going to figure it out. The, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Good Hunting. We, we knew it all along. We knew it we kn- all Remember along. when, yeah, this is, this is a problem because somehow, I don't know what happened. I know that when we were kids, at one point, Goodwill Hunting was rented and it was viewed in our house. And I think when it was there, I think you saw it and like our parents saw it. And I, for whatever reason, missed it. And it was like, that was it. It was apparently not good enough to then go out and like buy. It doesn't sound like a, you know, a kid's movie that you're going to watch over and over again. Sure. Or something. And so it was like, but, but you guys had seen this. It was no reason to rent it again. And that was basically my window. And I just have never gone back to see it. And people are like, oh, it's so good. You haven't seen Goodwill Hunting? It's like, "Mm, I'm afraid not. I understand that it really launched like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and, um, yeah, I haven't seen it. So. Yeah, no, it is a good one. It's worth seeing. It's worth yeah. seeing. Very good movie. But like, anyway, I mean, so my my curiosity or my question is almost like, yes, yeah, like where where does it where does it spawn from? Like, because I even feel like there was a like a country song when we were kids. Shania Twain. Shania Twain. It's like, yeah. so you're Brad that Pitt. Don't impress me much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at you. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, our mom is a big uh, Shania Twain fan. Ben, look, everyone's lying to themselves if they think they're not a Shania Twain fan. Oh, okay? reasonable, reasonable, reasonable. Look, what? if you're out there and you're like, uh, you know what, I don't care for her music. I don't believe you. Is Shania Twain still making music? I don't know about that at all. Should we? Should we start? The Super Carlin Brothers Shania Twain <laughs> revival tour petition. <laughs> this is, oh my gosh. I wonder, this almost has to exist, right? There's so many podcasts where it's like people go back and like watch friends for the first time in their 30s or something. Like, are there podcasts where people are doing this with music? Where, where it's, it's like, like no, I someone someone's made it to like their yeah, their thirties, forties. Like I've never heard a single Shania Twain album in my, a single song. It's like you can listen to you can listen life. to the Twain for the first time. You, you, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, so this is this is an interesting one because the the first person that popped into my brain, I was like, who could we do this with? Yeah, and I was like Elvis because I feel like Elvis like has is like this absolutely mm-hmm. like iconic you know like character in musical history and stuff, <laughs> and I feel like I don't really know that much. Really, I guess there is like a biopic about him currently with yeah. Tom Hanks in it that you could go and see. Um, but I don't really like I haven't like consumed Elvis as like an artist before. Right. Like to go through because each artist, like I feel like very frequently their albums are they have like an underlying like narrative or theme or through line. Something they're trying to say. Something they're trying to say with each album. And that's like something that I can tell you that as far as my musical education is concerned, is just clean over my head. Like, well, there's no doubt that our musical education is like the worst. It's, you know, we're like, we Bordering are like on the worst. Potentially <laughs> in first grade, as far as <laughs> musical education is concerned. Right. Like, I've heard of it. I've yeah. heard of it. I, yeah. I know. I know about the music. Right. I know it. If you turn on the radio, there's some. There is some, <laughs> sometimes. Plus Shania Twain. <laughs> yeah, we know about Shania Twain. Absolutely. So I think we're set. I'm still trying to look up whether she's still making um, 
any music these days. The Wikipedia article about her is long. Oh, interesting. So much to say. Okay, that's good to know. There's that's much to, to say. In Maybe we should start a side podcast that is just the like the Shania Twain tribute cast. Oh, it looks like okay. So it says 2016 to 2022. Now. Second Las Vegas residency. So is she doing just a Vegas show these what? days? Could well, it be? Aren't you going to be in Vegas? I'm go- you know for what? musical reasons. For musical reasons. Wow! You should add, you should tack on to that tickets to see Miss Twain. You know, I'd love to. <laughs> I, I'd love to. Um, th- this would be this would be great, Shania. If you're listening, I'd love to be there. I want to say. Speaking about this, I I recently I I think Brad Pitt was recently in a movie where he was driving a vehicle on the moon. Like his character was an astronaut of some description. But anyway, it was a really funny particular uh, song or uh, a scene as it relates to Shania Twain, because in the song that don't impress me much, she lists several (laughs) things that don't impress her, including being a rocket scientist, having a car and being Brad Pitt. And at the moment in that movie, Brad Pitt is effectively doing all three things. And and, uh, so like (laughs) not impressed. Meanwhile, Shania Shania. on on a first name basis (laughs) over there. Like, nope, nope. I love, I try again, Brad. I'm discovering two things about this conversation. One is that to only refer to her by her first name of Shania, like you could you could tell me that you were going to a Shania concert, and I like it would take me like 87 guesses before I got to the fact that what you meant was twin. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, who's that? Um, but also, the song is called "You Don't Impress Me Much." Yeah, and it seems like her, the the very that nature- don't impress me much. Okay, yeah, but see, yeah. every time you say it, you. You, you fall into like our our early Franklin County roots twang. <laughs> like, no, but, that's but, how she sings it, man. No, I I mean I completely understand. I'm just discovering things that I didn't know about Shania Twain before. Okay, which is that she is both names. Yeah, and also just the very nature of speaking her songs means means becoming a little more. South. You have to be a little <laughs> bit country when you say the names of her songs. Let's see, what are some other um, massive Shania Twain? Hits, Ben. You're still the one from this moment on. Man, I feel like a woman. All of these <coughs> I know. Yeah, I know, you know all, all these. these. I know all of these songs. <laughs> these are all these are all just total bops that still slap. Well, as we said before, mom was a twainy growing up. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Mom likes Shania Twain and Patsy Cline. I know that. Patsy Cline. Mom listening right now is just absolutely <laughs> dying She's in like, her car. Stop it. <laughs> Oh my, oh my, so do you remember several uh, pops ago, <laughs> like dying now, <laughs> several pops ago when I was cleaning out like the, un- the, the storage space in my closet at my basement? Um, uh, vaguely. Because, yes. yeah, there was all the stuff that I was like, if I throw this out, the contractor's going to come back and be like, oh, I'm afraid there was oh, an yes. earthquake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yeah. I do remember. So yep. anyway, yeah, it was just like crap left by the previous residents of the home that now I had to deal with. And I was just like, I don't know if I should get rid of this stuff. But in particular, one of the items back there was a giant uh, movie poster that they had decided needed to be framed put behind glass and I had never heard of the movie before and I was like in the process of just like bringing it out to the side of the road 
And it turned out that this particular movie, whose name I cannot remember, was the um, biopic of Patsy Cline. You are joshing <laughs> I, I me am right not now. Joshing. I was like, what? There's a movie about her? <laughs> so did you did you <clears throat> send it to mom and say, like, thought of you? No, I just put it um, in the garbage. Oh, I couldn't believe it. The end of that. Okay, okay, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, but so you, you decided eventually that it was time to just like part with these these random. Oh yeah, oddments. it's it's very clean over there now. Oh, I'm glad to hear I it. I know, I know. My my and my long term end goal was to use that space eventually to store all of the Christmas decorations, which is not much space because I don't want to have that much Christmas decorations. Okay, but uh, and then hopefully that will also mean that the other storage room I have is completely empty and can be turned into some other sort of um, useful space. Okay, here, let me tell you this about yeah. myself, which is the fact that, like, <laughs> I, since living in my home, I have done a absolutely fantastic job on, like, five different occasions of going through my basement and completely overhauling it to where it is, like, neatly organized and, like, swept and, like, things are hanging on hooks and yeah. things are on, they're, like, in boxes that match on shelves that have been labeled. Wow. And I swear to you that if there is one thing that my brain absolutely hates is a neat space in my home can't have it because it's like it's like oh there's tons of room down there just go and put like a whole bunch of other just just bits and bobs of like halfway put away stuff so once again i'm finding myself in a position of just like there's there are like 15 half finished projects in my basement all of which i just need to go through and and like complete so that i can have a clean room so that i can then start over again yeah and 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 fill it with more bits and bobs mi- more bits and bobs exactly Re- rinse and repeat for the rest of my life wow because apparently this is just how it goes this is i mean this is pretty much how it goes why is this the case though like why can't i like i will like reach a point of determination where it's like i want this space to be clean and then i will go and i will commit like a lot of effort and like trips to goodwill and i will like sell stuff and i will like you know, dispose of things that need to be disposed of. I'll, I'll like, do all the stuff. Why is it the case that you can't just like stay locked into that gear? It's like my, I, I get like maybe like five calendar days, which is probably like five subsequent Saturdays. Yeah. A year where my brain is like, all right, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it. And I'm, I'm aware of the fact that there is a term called spring cleaning. Yeah. Which, like, as far as I'm concerned, it's like, it doesn't matter if it happens in the spring or not. Like, you can do it in, like, January, and it's still spring cleaning. Yeah. But, like, like is this just a part of us? I've always thought of spring cleaning as being more of, like, an event you plan, not something that your brain, like like activates yeah yeah well that's fair that's fair but you're you're like generally pretty tidy like with your desk space so i feel feel like we've like gone through and you and i have the exact same desks and they're like butted up against each other here in the office and i feel like yours is typically like very clean and like neat and tidy and stuff and mine is always just like a disaster zone that probably has at least two days worth of like like leftover like coffee mugs mm-hmm. or whatever on it that needs yeah. to be like taken to the sink and stuff. How come, what do I need to do? How do I improve? Man. Okay. So I think the number one thing is that like every single day when I'm leaving, I just tidy it up again. Again. So I try and okay. like start every day at like zero and I'm not always perfect about it. Certainly like there's days I'll come in and there's like a, like a coffee mug from the day before sitting there. But <clears throat> I think that's, that's the number one trick I do. I will say that at the moment, the uh, object that predictably encroaches upon my space is um, various stacks of Pokemon cards. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's that, I would feel <clears throat> like in our office in general at this point, there are like like Pokemon cards stuffed into like like you, we're almost keeping the cold 
out like we're preventing drafts yeah like with pokemon cards basically like, they're, they're <laughs> like it seems like they're kind of everywhere there it's sort of this like weird problem where like because like once upon a time when we had few we had like one or two boxes it was very easy to like organize them all one way and then we went when when battle styles came out we bought like 10 boxes and it yeah. was like whoa this was glorious and we like very purposefully went through sorted them like ordered them put them in a box and it was like boom there we go and then we did that for like the next two sets as well like they're all like very well perfectly organized but then we get to some point where it was like you know this is like really time consuming yeah and stuff so but like the idea that we're gonna eventually sort them is like still lingering around like no one's officially said like don't even worry about sorting and we'll just put all this set just goes in this box and that'll just be that uh-huh. like that never happens okay so like there's the idea that they will be sorted so they're like left semi-categorized off to the side waiting to be further organized uh and in the meantime they're just like creating clutter is what's happening in this case yeah <laughs> so this is almost exactly how my basement is yeah. it's just it's like it's like <clears throat> it's like the organizational optimism of my brain allows it to exist because it's like oh you'll get to it like one of these days when you have time yeah that's what you'll do that's what you're gonna do that's what you're gonna do and then it'll be fixed for a little bit until a little bit until you ruin it again that's it self-sabotaging yeah yeah Yeah. well the other the yeah the (laughs) problem with my present desk is that like because we have like so many cards and i like like making the different decks and stuff is that I always have like an idea for another one and be like, okay, here's all the cards I need for this one that I have right now. So this stack will sit here waiting to be like fully finished. Uh-huh. And then like other times it'll be like, okay, you fully finished that. And then you put it in the box and that was good. That deck was done. But then like three months pass and it's like, okay, actually I haven't used that uh, at all. So I need to borrow some of those cards okay. from that deck right now and i'm going to put them in this one that i'm actually going to use this weekend great in the meantime all the cards in that one just sort of sit together and it's like well i don't want to disassemble it because maybe i'll go back to it someday and it's like you're not going to go back to it yeah but in the meantime it's like this is mostly a pretty well assembled stack of cards so you should probably just keep those together in that box over there and this is sort of like just i'm sure anyone who has uh trading cards and plays with them has problems like this that occur Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Well, let yeah. me let me go ahead and jump the gun on my <coughs> New Year's resolution for 2023. Wow. I've, been, I've been thinking about it a lot lately because okay. of my, my just like absolute amount of clutter. But my goal, my goal, and you guys heard it here first. I'm saying it publicly on the interweb. Wow. Goodness gracious, which means now I'll be held accountable by myself uh, and probably other people <gasps> as well. But um, my goal for 2023 is to like basically stop falling victim to the exact same kind of like organizational optimism that we're describing right here which is also like the the hope that i will get to like a bunch of like or like new hobbies and stuff because i have so much stuff that is like pegged for a purpose and it's like i need to fulfill that purpose but meanwhile i will also be like yeah, I'm going to start this other new project. It's exactly. In the it's exactly yeah. the problem. Yeah. It's and like, so I, going into 2023, my goal is to be like, no, nothing, nothing new, <gasps> nothing new at all. No new projects just, until just, 
everything is like either like put to use and is like self-sufficient or like carefully stored and all of the rest. And that's going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. So like Just embrace the things you already have. Exactly. So it's yeah. like when I'm bored, it's going to be like, I'm going to be like when I was a kid and I was like, mom, I'm bored. And then like, I would go to like my toy box, you know, like yeah. the, the one with the green lid, pop it open, dig inside of there and be like, I haven't played with this toy in a while. I guess I can do this. I guess this is pretty that's what good. I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to have, I'm going to go and I'm going to, no, I won't buy a new toy box, but I'll pretend that my basement is my toy box. Yeah. And I'll go down there and I'll get all my stuff. Yeah. There you okay. go. Okay. Nice. It's on. It's, it's on. It's on. Heard it here first. New Year's resolution already established, ready to go. In the meantime, speaking of New Year's resolutions, one of the things that people do very frequently is get into new physical activities. That they do. Um, <clears throat> you uh, just got back from a weekend of a marathon event. Yes, I your, did. That your wife, Beth participated then yes we did uh this past weekend me and beth were up in chicago for the chicago marathon yes beth did very well <clears throat> yes yes she did um this was this was her first marathon that she's ever run she's done like uh, i don't know like over 10 half marathons at this point or something yeah. so big runner big runner but she's been um preparing for this one for the last four months like her and a group of like uh six of her friends um, have all been like sort of a training together, waking up early on Saturdays, running umpteen miles. You know, uh, I think we were joking that like we keep talking about our hike that we went on. Yeah. Um, a couple weekends ago, how like, oh, yeah, one day we had to like, we I think we hiked like 13 miles one day. And it's like we did hike 13 miles that one day. And it was a very hard hike. No doubt. No doubt at all. But by the time we had left camp, I think at like 10 that morning, Beth had done an 18 mile run back at the house. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it's like, true. It was yeah. like, oh, that's so funny. Like we have <laughs> we have it's going to take us all day to go these next few miles. And Beth's already run further than we're going to go granted not through the woods or with the backpack or anything but i always thought that was like a funny a funny stat <laughs> that, that it is extremely funny yeah it's like we got to the end of like one of the most grueling physically active days of our entire life and basically before we even started ours beth had beat us by five miles exactly way to go Beth. <laughs> way to go way to go Beth. way to go but yeah um uh very very proud of her for finishing the race and uh she did have a really really good race day i mean we could first of all we could not have asked for like more perfect weather at all it was like fantastic race conditions the course is like very flat overall for the most part as well and um she managed to run what's called negative splits which i know you know what they are but if you don't know listening at home it's when each it's like um when your every ne each mile is faster than the last one yes so starting at around like mile 17 or 18 she like uh really found like a a really good like second win runner's high situation and just like basically took off for the rest of the race and just continued to like um uh pick up speed and finished really good i think it was um four hours 43 minutes that's absolutely amazing. Mm, so absolutely amazing. And negative negative <clears throat> splits is like one of those things that I always felt like so um I feel like I, I had like a very like uppity mentality about negative splits or like like from running so much. It's like probably like running 101 in terms of ideal race circumstances. Yeah. And yet for cross country athletes, it is just like it's you have to have just the most rock solid discipline imaginable in order to actually go out and run negative splits right because you're basically like you go down you crouch on the line everybody's got their fingers on like their their watch buttons the gun goes off you click your button and like 
everyone sprints basically right off the line. And so in a perfect world, you know, like you would go out and run. Let me see if I can do good math here. Like a seven minute mile for your first mile, a six minute mile for your, uh, yeah, seven minute for the first six minute for the second and then like five for the third. And you'd be like, like an 18 minute 5k. Like, fantastic. Yeah. Like fantastic race potential. Um, and instead I would usually go out and like, uh, like a 520 and then basically just like hang on for dear life. Right. Yeah. You know, like, like, <laughs> like insanely fat. Like I barely, if I was doing like a one mile time trial, I'd probably run like a 515. Yeah. And First mile of a three mile race. I basically just did the exact same thing. Yeah. Anyway. Um, So impressive to Beth for being able to actually like slowly increase that speed. Yeah. Successfully get to the end of the race. It's yeah. It's it's uh, I was I was so impressed because I was like watching her like on the um, little race uh, app throughout the day. She like progressed through it and like I had all of her and her friends like um, like race numbers on there. And so it would like track them. You could see like their little group like moving across the course yes, all, all yep. together. And I remember checking. It was like around mile 18. Like all of a sudden they were all like spread out. And I was like, oh, no, like someone must have like um, like um, sprinted ahead or someone must have like, I don't know, had like a cramp or something. But I like zoomed in on them all. I was like, oh, my God, Beth's like way out in front. No <laughs> way. No way. <laughs> the breakaway. <laughs> the breakaway. It is. At that point, I was like, oh, man, she is feeling it. I can tell. Yeah. I wasn't surprised because she's been having like really good training runs. And uh, she was like just like so amped up on the morning of like, you know, most people I feel like are like so nervous. And she was just like beaming with excitement. So uh, really good job. Really good job to Beth. She absolutely crushed it. Amazing. Really amazing. Yeah. So I, I have some questions, mm-hmm. though, about your race weekend, because <clears throat> you wrote down in the show notes a couple of things that that gives me some room for oh, okay. worry. Sure, sure, sure. Aside sure, sure. from Beth's spectacular performance, uh, which is that you have the, the a note here that says the sponges streak continues. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, uh, sponges is an affectionate term we have here on the pop for uh, the act of becoming ill. Mm, like um, refunding, if you will. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> so uh, getting sponges, not a good thing. Not a good thing at all. No. And I, I know that you guys on your vacations have a little bit of a tendency for someone to get sponges throughout. It is. It, it, it has been this almost hilarious comical thing at this point, especially this year, like throughout the summer and all the trips, like some somebody has gotten sponges at some point whether it is Beth herself or one of the kids or in this case one of our friends <laughs> oh man okay yeah. so at the very <laughs> least it wasn't you or Beth it wasn't me or Beth okay no um it was one of her friends who I won't I won't name because I don't want to like uh <laughs> like it's like oh my god guess you threw up <laughs> <laughs> Got sponges. Got, Got sponges. sponges. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, but yeah, so one of our friends um, who Beth and I have no- both known for an extremely long time um, was was on the trip as part of the, the group. And uh, post-race, she actually did really good in the race as well. Totally finished at her first marathon as well, but I uh, was feeling a little bit ill afterwards and like eventually decided like maybe we should go to the medical tent. And they're like, you know, they went over there and they, you know, uh, hydrated her back to life. But certainly um, the, and like but but Beth was like her like little little guardian while they were in there. Like yeah. the one talking to the doctor and making sure all the questions were asked, which for, is like is like a real skill. I feel like I do not possess. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah like yeah. I, like, you know, sometimes I'll come out of like an urgent care situation and Beth will like ask me all these questions like did this say this or did you ask about that or about this and I'm like dude okay can I just I'm like I 
That all sounds really obvious now that you're saying it. <laughs> brief, brief sidebar, yeah. because as as on the whole, I am absolutely horrific at recapping things on command. Yes. Like people will be like, oh, like you talked to so-and-so, like how did it go? And I'm like, well, so, hmm. hmm. And then I was, and then they said, how did that go? And it's like, I, like, I am just absolutely, it's like awful at this particular thing, which is ironic because very frequently, like one of my biggest like problems is replaying conversations in my head for like months yeah. after the fact. So like very frequently, like I'm that person, like if there's like a negative exchange or something with a person and then you're like, Oh, I'm sure they didn't think anything of it. It's like, let's hope it wasn't with me because I've been yeah. thinking about it nonstop. I've been like going through making sure all your grammar is correct. And no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I do think about things over and over and over again. I can like remember specific like inflections and like the way somebody said something like, especially if it like rings on me, mm-hmm. but otherwise, yeah, like, so frequently I'll like walk away from like like catching up with a friend or something, go home and Alice will be like, yeah, like what's new with them? And I'm like, I should know. Yeah. I should know. <laughs> I should know. It'll come back to me. Just probably give it like a week. And like each morning over coffee, I'll probably be like, you know what else he said? It was this thing. Yes. Yeah. That, that <laughs> happens to be all, all the time. Like, yeah, so frequently I'll like come home from work and yeah, Beth will ask me like, Oh, how was your day? How's everyone doing? What did everyone do this weekend? And it'll be like, I can like vaguely recall, like everyone said like in one sentence what they did this weekend. And maybe I can, maybe if I'm lucky, I can remember all those things and relay them to them. But certainly I don't have any like follow up information about it. And be right. Like, oh yeah. Did they go do this thing? I'm like, mm. or sometimes it's so often to be like, Oh, can you ask Ben about this? And then it'll, you know, days will pass. I'll be like, did you ask Ben about this yet? And I'll be like, no, <laughs> it'd be, it's like clearly something that she'll have be like thinking about every day because it's like preventing her from making a decision one way or another. And like, I, it, 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 it's so funny to me because clearly it's something yeah, it's like present in her mind, like at almost all times. And I'm like sitting here with you all day and it won't even cross my mind. I, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just like, it, it's so awesome. I just want to be like, I don't know what you think we do at work, but mostly I'm just working. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, yeah. I, it's like I can see how it would be, how it would have been, how it feels like it should have been asked. I get, I get it because right, right, <laughs> well, right. I was right next to him all day. Maybe, maybe we just need a segment here on the pop is just questions from Beth, and <laughs> we, from we Beth. we'll share our pop doc <clears throat> with Beth, and she can just be like. Hey, can you ask Ben what time we're going to dinner this weekend? Yeah, yeah. and you'd be like, you know, be like, oh yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll cover that. You can hear it on the pop. Yeah. So so often it's also like I don't know why I don't just text you in the moment or something. Oh my gosh, <coughs> I, I'm going to complain about our whole office right now. Yeah, I'm going to throw them all under the bus. Wow. Each and eight, every Get sing, ready. Every single person in our office. If we ever don't know the answer to a question, open your phone and Google it in that moment, dude. This is this that exact thing. I know. I've literally been trying to be better about this exact like act because I feel like so often I will have like a problem or like a question that I I'm just like, like, you know, general knowledge has not reached me throughout my life, right. but I will feel like the question will hit me and I will feel embarrassed that I don't know. Yeah. And the embarrassment of not knowing will halt me from searching it. Like as if like, if you like, if you search it, you're really admitting you don't know, and it's oh, just like you know. Interesting. Okay, okay. And it's like, 
I, and it's I, like, it, it will be embarrassing that you had to search that. And it's like, but isn't it more embarrassing to continue not knowing? Well, so okay, you know? <laughs> that, that's sort of like my, my thing so frequently with this, this particular, uh, this particular example is that it's just like very frequently it's like we'll be like talking about like you know i don't know like a piece of math or something and it's like oh like what like what is that like what would that conversion be and it's like like it's (laughs) i mean i'm guilty of this exact same thing too that's that's why i feel comfortable throwing everybody under the bus but um it's like we could just look it up we could just open our phones and be like hey how many of this is that and it's like Aha, now we know. Aha. Now, now it's done and we don't have to wonder aloud. Um, but that that's usually the thing, like whenever this happens, I'm like, I'm like, are you unaware of the fact that this is extremely discoverable information? Like, um, it's made it's it has made me wonder sometimes whether or not the like willingness to look something up or even the knowledge that the information is very quickly findable is potentially more of a skill. Like, cause it sounds so obvious. Like, I mean, people Google stuff every single day. It's one of the most, like, it's like one of the biggest brands on the planet is literally the, like a, like a window box that does one thing, which is answer questions. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I, I know that people Google things constantly, but it's like, is it the case that this is something that like, like my brain has maybe had like a tiny amount of like additional, like streamlining to where it's like, don't know the answer, but I can find yeah. it. Like, yeah. Um, and it is, it, I do think you have to like build that like path in your brain. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this, this is a solvable problem. Solvable problem. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's a curiosity. Like how, how often, because the other end of it too, is that I think sometimes working through a problem mentally in your head can also probably like build its own muscles, Yeah, you know, where it's like, the information's back there. Let's talk about it and see if I can like spark the memory. Right. Like refresh it. Um, and so there's, there's probably something to be said for that as well. Yeah. You know, kind of like just work the problem. Yeah. Like I'll get there. Like don't, don't always lean necessarily on it. Cause there's always those instances where you could be in a survival situation out in the middle of nowhere with no cell service. And it's like, how do you build a fire by rubbing two sticks together? Right. Let me Google it real quick. Right. It's like, yeah, that is like certain information is like, I know that information is out there, but like also, um, what if, like the, in that situation, it's like the chances are like if you're in a situation where you need to look up how to make fire by rubbing sticks together, chances are you don't have a phone. Yeah. 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 That's true. Okay. That's true. Let me, okay. On this topic though, of like looking stuff up, let me tell you one of my absolute pet peeves of the internet sometimes is when, okay. So this happens to me. I feel like oh, I'm, I think maybe the most classic example is with like recipes or cooking, but I think it happens all the time across many uh, topics. Okay. Okay. So here's here's what happens to be a lot of time. Like a couple weekends ago, um, Beth is on her one of her runs, and uh, I decided that me and Luke and Nick and Nate were going to make chocolate chip cookies. Right. Okay. So yep. I just go to Google. I'm like chocolate chip cookie recipe. Perfect. Right. Yep. Boom. Of course, there's five bazillion results because it's like the most popular cookie on the planet. But this, uh, you click on, just click on top link or whatever. And rather than just being like chocolate chip cookie recipe, here's ingredients. Here's w- what to, to mix together first. First, you have to read chocolate chip cookies introduction, you know, like oh, yeah, paragraph. Like, chocolate chip cookies are a great way to spend time with your family and make a delicious treat. Chocolate chip cookies were first brought to America in 19 blah, blah, blah. By, so yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and it's like, 
oh my gosh and you have to read like this entire like background on chocolate chip cookies before finally finally at the bottom it'll be like here's everything you need to make chocolate chip cookies in your house yep and it's like then and then it'll have the ingredients and then it'll tell you how to do it and it's just like there was so, there was so like someone like I didn't I don't want an entire article about chocolate chip cookies followed by the recipe I just want the recipe and so often when you google something it'll be like boom here's the answer right there at the top boom. Yeah. one sentence there it is solved for you but so there's like ah this ha- it happens a lot with food and like I know why it happens yeah. and it's like because the website wants you to spend more time on the website and it wants you to have to scroll past the ads because the more time you're on the site the more they can sell the ads for and like i, I get it like i know why it happens and like honestly like even even like in super carlin brothers videos a lot of times we'll be like boom here's this thing you never thought of here are reasons why it's like actually kind of interesting here's the hook play the intro let's give a brief history of everything and then tell you the answer I was, like, gonna, I was gonna say that it's not unlike how we do it's our not job. unlike how we do it except the whole point of our channel is that like like tied like pull all the threads together boom do you see the picture now right and it's yes, like yeah. so it's like I, th- I feel like that is the understood format it's like what you're hoping for you want that little like twist final bit of evidence like it it works well into our exact format. It does not work well into how to make chocolate chip cookies. I it, yeah, especially <laughs> with something like chocolate chip cookies because I, yeah. I have had this exact same issue before with this exact same thing before. Yeah, and it it does feel like chocolate chip cookies fall into like one of those like it's like nobody nobody uh, like wants or needs or cares about the history of chocolate chip cookies unless you happen to be a podcast about the history of popular foods right which you know what not a bad idea for a podcast not a bad idea i'm sure it's out there and it's like i it's like i if i want to know the the history of chocolate chip cookies i am positive it's out there but every single recipe i look up online does this exact thing where it's just this like entire blog post about the nutritional value of smoothies or why kale is great for you and it's like i just just tell me how to make the food yeah it's very yeah. annoying i'm sorry i don't that. like it and it happens all the time it'll happen i mean yeah it doesn't matter okay yeah. this is my this is my soapbox and you, i'm standing on thank it you and for now coming I'm to my ted talk thank you for coming yeah. to my ted talk ted talks are these fantastic speeches given by people who are really progressive in their fields and have a brand new take on things. TED Talks were first started in America, you know, like this, and then, and then they give you a TED Talk at the bottom. And then you, get to, you know then what you I mean? Get to the TED Talk. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. you eventually get to the TED Talk. Very intellectual of yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well done. Well, anyway, so um, your your friend on the particular marathon weekend yeah. trip is in the medical tent and has not received sponges yet, but pending. Not, I mean, uh, it sounds like there were some sponges pre medical tent. There were some sponges. Um, mid medical tent. There were some sponges. Post medical tent. They by the end of the night were totally fine. They came to dinner with us. They had food. They were great. All was well. All was well. But it was. I thought it was. I mean, it was. It's not uncommon for like big runs and stuff like this to induce sponges of some kind. Sure, sure, for sure. So that's not uncommon. But it was just funny to me that specifically uh, Beth ended up in the like the sort of like caretaker role, like 
again on a vacation we were on without our children this oh, time. Yeah, so I was like, yep, yeah. it's still here. It's, I mean, there's just no escaping There's the no escaping the sponges. The yeah. omniscient. Yeah. yeah, they're here. They're it's always, happening. Yeah, okay. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card now i know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see but you can also request them to be sent to you at any time so they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do but whether you're buying selling trading or displaying arena club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out and right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which, wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Yeah. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other note that you have in here that makes me kind of excited is that you say you are um, personally very motivated. Oh, yeah. In the wake of, of uh, being this, in, this, in like a race environment. Absolutely. This happens every time I'm like in some sort of race environment. It's just like, man, I want maybe I should do some running. Maybe I should do some running. Maybe we should. Maybe we, we should, should just like, you know, lace up the old those old trainers yeah. and, and go and hit the hit the black top hit and the black top you know i've got like the treadmill at the house i've got you know plenty of roads to run on i've got certainly you know surrounded by support maybe i should do some running maybe i should run it like part of me is like this is a marathon in particular is like one of those like bucket list items where it's like yeah i want to do that at some day but it's like you're going to have to actually go out and do it though. You know, it's like, it's really, it's not like just like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I'm going to do this weekend? I've been meaning to get to it. I'm going to do a marathon. (laughs) I'm just, I, this is it. I'm, you know what? I I finally have the free day. I'm going to have all day to do it. And, uh, there's a race downtown. So I'm just gonna go do it. You know, it's like, that's not how it works. It's like, you need like half a year to get ready for this thing. (laughs) I know. I know. That's the thing is, and, and this is, this is the other, like, thing about it is that like I know that like if the if like you and I and like our, our buddies from high school the GMA you know put together a plan to do a marathon together is that we would probably pick something that is unnecessarily uh difficult on top of already being a marathon yeah our preparation would probably be mm, about one eighth of what Beth did mm-hmm. uh, and we would probably go and I imagine like very uh painfully experience the event yeah uh, the event would happen to us <laughs> the event would ha- it would the the event would would be forced through our bodies yes exactly after which we would just be tangled messes of of sore and hurt and pain there's no and, doubt and all of the rest so um maybe what we need to do is just like big beth you are a coach We'll follow the instructions. Boom. Give me a plan. I'll do the runs. That'll be that. We'll sh- see you on race day. See you on race day. See you on race day. Okay. It'll be fun. Yeah. So I am. Um. I'm. Uh, no. Yeah. I'm. I'm at the moment. I'm feeling like motivated, and I'm like, and th- like in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, but you always feel this way when you're around, like, like the races when you're in the finish line, and you're surrounded by the people, and it's like, but then it always fades. So maybe don't put too much stock into it. And I'm like, no, but and then the other part of my, like the other shoulder angel is like, no, 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 no. You have to take advantage of this motivation right now because it's gonna fade. It's gonna fade, and then you're not gonna do it. You gotta, so, s- you gotta seize the motivation. You gotta seize the motivation. Exactly. That's an interesting way to look at it for mm-hmm. sure. Because I agree with you. The 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 very sentiment that I have shared is like exiting an event like this, having that motivational high, and then finding myself like a few weeks later being like, a couple weeks ago, I was so excited about the prospect of doing this. Um, And I would say that this is like what happens to me so frequently throughout life. Like I constantly have like new ideas for projects that I want to do and I'll feel like 110% about them for about two weeks until it either like sort of meets its inevitable end uh, just because of like lack of resources, time, ability, like whatever to like 
complete the thing. Right, yeah. Um, and so th- this is like one of those where I- I'm always so torn because it's even like with Super Carlin Brothers, for example. Again, if you want to go back to that, because it's sort of like this, it's an example of a project that we started and it was like we so easily could have just like never actually did it. Yeah. Um, and if that had happened, you know, you would have been like, oh, yeah, like once upon a time, like my brother and I talked about doing this like YouTube channel or even getting like 10 videos in each and then just being like, this is too much work. This right. Like, like, yeah, we very easily could have like walked away. Yeah. 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 Um, and so like at times I've thought before about like that prospect where it's like, oh, man, we should like totally open up like a like a Carlin Brothers coffee shop, you know, like, yeah. like, like a storefront here in Roanoke. And there have been times where I've like I've gone through and I found like, like a location in an area that I liked. And I was like, OK, I think this could work. This is super cool. And then it's like, yeah, but we have a lot of other stuff going on right now. It's like we don't do it. But it's like, what is the world where we just like did it and now we just like own it? And it's like part of like our daily like routines and rituals and stuff like that. Like it's uh it's it's interesting to me sometimes how like like how close you maybe got to a project that like right. like was a fork in the path. Yeah. It's like if you took this if you took the right, then like 10 years from now, that's still part of who you are. And if you take the left, it's like it's another discarded project that goes by the wayside. Um, to be fair, though, I would say that many of these types of projects that don't end up taking place, the ones that like really are like sticky. Yeah. You know, it's like they're always sort of like in the I feel like they they're constantly like float through my orbit. So it's like sometimes right. I'm like, I just haven't gotten there yet. Right. You know, it's like I mean, I won't. I just haven't gotten there yet. Yet. Exactly. So, exactly. Okay, Jay. Uh, I'm actually. I have had something hanging out in our show notes for a few weeks now. And okay. So I'm. I, I have like wanted to like bring it up and uh, felt like. I, I realized that there's like a very good segue that we could have used earlier. And so anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna go it now. Um, in a recent episode of our Jay versus Ben's, I um, kept making a joke about like an article that I had read that suggested like all of my various like tendencies, like forgetfulness are actually like, uh, like an identifier of uh, intelligence. Okay. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Or I do also, remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like possibly even um, like bad handwriting is like, it yeah. just suggests that like your mind is moving faster than like your hand. And that's like, cause I have terrible handwriting. So like basically I was finding all of these reasons why like some of my, my, my greatest shortcomings are actually, uh, just an indication of of my true strengths. Yeah, you know, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Not, naturally. My um, greatest weakness? Well, I have bad handwriting, but as everyone knows, that's actually a great sign of intelligence. Precisely, it? precisely. Yeah. So, okay. So uh, this this uh, article, it was a viral article on Board Panda. Uh, so it's kind of like a compilation of like the answers okay. that, people, that people gave. Uh, but so interestingly, the number one uh, response on it is, uh, intelligent people, when they don't know something, they look it up immediately. They mm. can't stand not knowing because they are curious and want to know more. And so this goes back to our, like, how quickly do you Google things? Yeah. Because apparently, apparently what I'm trying to say here is that it is a direct marker of your intelligence. Of your intelligence. Yeah. This is, uh, this, like, the, I feel like the very, like, concept of quote unquote intelligence is always such like a, like an interesting thing to work on because like they're like when you're when you're growing up like who you might call like the smartest kid is probably the kid getting like all a's on their report cards and stuff and it's like it's i suppose it's like a certain kind of marker of intelligence that you're like 
taking all the tests and getting all the right answers and getting all the best grades and stuff. But it's like at the same time, it's not like you necessarily have the most know-how about it, like a thing, you know, like it, like I feel like intelligence as you get older becomes like more and more specialized. It's true. Yeah. Because like on, on some level, like there is, there, there's almost this, like, like getting an A on a test can have a couple of different meanings. One of them is that like all of the study materials have the answers to the questions on the test. Like they're not trick questions. It's like knowing, um, like Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492 It's you know, Columbus day. So that's why I have the example on my mind. Um, you know, it's like knowing that date of 1492, it's a fact that could be on the, on the study guide. And it's like the information is there. And so it's like on some level when it comes to test taking, it's like, is your intelligence like directly tied to also like the wherewithal and the dedication and commitment to going and and like putting time into like understanding and committing that information to memory or is intelligence like, I remember being told this information one time and now I have it. Right. And now I have it and I understand it. Right. You know, it's like, not only is it like, is this information because it's like, that is probably like, if you were going to like really try to like, like mark air quotes, intelligence, like how good is your brain power? Right. You know, it's like, I can hear something one time and I've got it. Right. And not, not only do I know it, like, like know the date, the fact, but I, I can like comprehend. I can apply it. The information I can apply. Yeah. I can, I can use it in like a critical thinking, uh, context. And so that, that's an interesting one because it's like the kid who gets straight A's, it's like, they might not be, uh, that could be the hardest working student in the room. Mm-hmm. And, like that hard work contributes to the good positive end result. But like the underlying like skill of intelligence, I think is still like something that could be, could be brought into question. And this is probably where it's like almost like missed misused. If, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because like you, you could technically have the highest IQ in the class, but the classroom environment bores you so much that you have a hard time. Like, staying focused or paying attention or sitting down and like reading a textbook that has nothing to do with anything that you're attempting to apply to the real world. Right. If that makes sense. So it's like if they, if they were to go through and give you like an intelligence test designed to determine intelligence, it might be the case that the kid with the lowest grades has the highest intelligence. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, it's, it just seems like it's very, it's very subjective. Yes. You know, like I think um, like if you're like, if you were like an adult and you're like, oh yeah, I think I'm smarter than you or something, it'd be like, like on what about what? Like certainly you're smarter than me about something. Like no, sure. there's no doubt. I don't doubt that every single person I know is smarter than me about something, and I don't doubt that I'm smarter than them about Harry Potter, <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon trading card game strategy. Yeah. You want to talk? Let's go. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jay's like gauntlet thrown down. Boom, no. Challenge time. It's time to yeah. Do, 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 do. yeah. But it's like you're right. Like you could, yeah you would like you could have yeah right kid who just works super duper hard, memorizes it all, and like gets all days like fantastic straight A student. Fantastic. On the other hand, you might have someone who recognizes that like the the 
the the point isn't to understand the material. The point is just to get 100s on the test. So just memorize the stuff you need to know to pass the test and then dump it. And it's just like, so don't worry about understanding it. Just know the information you have to pass the test. And it's like, right. both of those are going to get you a 100. And they're both very different kinds of like intelligence. It's like, you have the same result, but the strategy behind each of those would be very different. And it's like, like what, what would count as more intelligent? You know, I don't, oh, I don't know. <laughs> see, th- And this is, I think this is part of what led me down. Uh, th- this is actually that what you just said is almost exactly what led me to this particular article, because I have noticed that like the more and more like projects that we kind of have going on, like the more commitments that I have by way of like becoming like a new parent, you know, being like <clears> a husband, <throat> like, like trying to play like, you know, the necessary like roles that I have, like in our family as like a greater like entity and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I am finding that my mind is having like a slightly harder time holding everything in place at once. Sure. And so it's like, that tells me like a couple of different things, which is in part that before I was able to hold everything without things like falling by the wayside Mm -hmm. and also without like using like a planner which i was kind of like okay like that's good at one point in time i could do this now i'm having a harder time with it so i was like i I think what i was googling like is forgetfulness like a bad thing or like like you know like like, is it bad that like i'm having such a hard time keeping track of these particular things and ultimately this article is what came up and it basically suggested almost precisely what you just said about the test there which was that like you know it's like i know that it is important in order to get past this test to learn all these like little facts and data points and like whatever and then once that test is over i have no need for this information and my brain is just like boom you know like yeah the little jelly beans from inside out are, are sucking it up with like that vacuum thing yeah um and hopefully on some level what that means is that your brain then remains very like lean you know like, oh like, yeah like you don't have like a whole bunch of bunch like of extra clutter up there right it's like like why like why do you know that random factoid like why like and it's like what i'm really asking is why has your brain not evacuated that particular factoid like yeah like what what made you hold on to it right like is it, it's it's precious to me Man, i remember in uh my junior year of high school for uh english class we had like these um weekly like just vocab tests where okay. you know i mean it, it's just extremely basic you 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 know teacher would hand out this you know list of 15 vocab words you would have to spend time looking them up and then filling in sentences and you know just you know, very very regular vocab stuff yep and then at the end of the week you'd get another test then you or you'd get like a quiz and you just have to answer it based on memorizing the definitions or whatever okay. and so the initial worksheet that would be handed out on mondays i always remember being a total drag because it would take like an hour to like go through and actually look everything up and then like fill out the entire worksheet whatever yeah i remember those yeah yeah. so uh, it was like i i they were just really boring to do but um as it were our next door neighbor uh was one class uh one year ahead of us in school and so i remember talking to him about these exact things and he's like oh yeah i think i have all mine from last year if you just want to have them oh wow i was just i know and i was like uh yeah thank you (laughs) that's amazing yeah and so uh uh, he just had to be this whole stack of them but every week i would just go through and just write in all the answers on the worksheet and you know then um that would be that um and I remember telling Beth about this and being like, what? That was like, that. that's not fair. You were like cheating. And I was like, I don't know. Like, And then like in my mind, and if it was, I'm sorry. Sorry, Miss Davis. 
not really. Her class sucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, because I think Beth was actually in that class, so there was some good things about it. Oh, nice, nice, um, nice. That's good. But uh, anyway, I, my my argument was like, no, look, look. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, it didn't matter that I didn't go through the process of like manually looking up the words because. Whether or not I looked them up, you can't like use the worksheet on the quiz. The point is that you memorized the information for the quiz and like right. took like if I didn't know what the words meant, it doesn't matter if I got like a check mark on the homework because I'll still fail the quiz. Right. This is just like skipping the act of looking them up, which is m- the information I actually need to study. <laughs> right. And and this is like, it's sort of an interesting one. Cause like, I know for a lot of people like flashcards, for example, could probably fall into a similar category where it's yeah. like, um, for a lot of people, I think the nature of writing out the flashcards yeah. is part of what helps them remember. But on the flip end, like if you were to hand me a stack of 50 flashcards and I could just study yours, like, that, that was not true for me. Like the, the nature of like writing something, I would usually let my brain go on autopilot and I would be like transcribing the information literally without comprehending anything right. that I was writing. Like, <laughs> Just like the letters are in order. <laughs> exactly. Like I'd be thinking about like next week's cross country meet while also writing down the definition of like the word vocabulary. Right. Um, and so for me, it would ultimately be the case that like, I like, the, the discovery of each of the words, finding it in the glossary, doing whatever. It's like, that's, that's really not like where I'm learning. It's not until I actually like sit down and focus on the words themselves and start to consume it. Then it's like, okay, now I'm starting to pack it away. But even then for me, like I was so uh, like, again, I use the word lean. Like if I was remembering like a vocabulary word, I would usually try to like pair um, like little meanings, like where the word has i don't know like another word inside of it that like maybe has like a portion to do with the definition and i'm like oh it has the word meat in it and that has to do with poultry and poultry has to do with chicken and chicken has to do with coo like you know like yeah so my mom was like that's how i got it like it's like i didn't actually i didn't learn the word i learned how to remember what the word what the answer to the question was i remember occasionally having like yeah sometimes you'd have like a mnemonic device for something and it's like well now i still have to remember it's like it's like it they're helpful because it lets you remember a bunch of like, like the the first letter of everything in yes. a row, and it's like, oh yeah, I can remember all those things. But it's like now you have to remember the mnemonic device and like the passphrase itself in order to unlock the the actual information. It's like it seems like you're remembering like two extra things in there. I know, but it's so amazing yeah. like how well those work. Like, oh yeah, I, like oh, I can yeah. go back to like music notes and like every good boy does fine or like face. F A C E. Yeah. And it's like, like I remember, like I haven't studied music since I was like 13. Right. And I remember those, or there's like the, um, I know everybody has a slightly different one, but please excuse my dear aunt Sally. Yeah. Was the one I had for like learning like algebra problems in the order of operations. PEMDAS. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I don't know. It's just always like, it's interesting to me because those mnemonic devices worked so well like even like Roy G. Biv you know like the colors of the rainbow oh yeah it's like it's crazy how well they work it's unbelievable yeah I remember yeah sometimes I would I'd like I'd like make up my own and then like I'd get the test that immediately turned over and write the whole thing on the back and be like all right here we go oh dude that was it yeah <coughs> that was another thing that I that I felt now like I don't I even s- have to remember it <laughs> right yeah. yeah I would slowly like uh start to start to establish as part of my study tactics was literally 
I would I would remember like the absolute vital parts and like while the teacher was like getting ready to like pass out like the examination I would like have my, my notebook open and I'd be like this 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 and then I would close my eyes and like I'd put my notebook away and I'm like this 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 and then I get the sheet of paper flip it over this 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 this, this. <laughs> it's like like got it I remembered it for 15 seconds but now I wrote it down but now so I, wrote I got it, it. yeah it's like, now, now open notes exactly <laughs> exactly it's like like, you're not allowed to have a cheat sheet. You're allowed to memorize a cheat sheet and then write it down. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not not a cheat sheet. That sounds like the wrong thing. But No, yeah. but uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, if, if you couldn't remember the order of operations and, and wrote down PEMDAS, like basically as soon as you got your your math test or whatever, it's like once it's there, you know, if you could remember it long enough to put it on the test, then then you have full access to it. Yeah. You, know, you like you you pulled it from your own brain. Exactly. You know? Would you steal the answers from yourself? Ha. Name of the wind. <laughs> Name of the wind. Very good. Okay. Uh, moving on to question <clears throat> or uh, next sign of intelligence from okay. WordPanda.com. Let me know how you are with this one. They ask questions. Smart people don't get smart by acting like they know everything. Oh, you mean like in class? I, don't I see. Oh, I'm looking at your iPad and it's showing someone in class. And I can tell you that, well, I don't know, like in like first through like kindergarten through fifth grade, I had my hand up like nonstop in class. I was, I was, I mean, I would ask tons of questions. I would answer tons of questions. And then I feel like something uh, about starting middle school to like senior year, I probably raised my hand like under 10 times, you know, just like like ever, just like ever, just like, I don't want to be interacted with. I don't want to get something wrong. I don't. Yeah, it was it went like, I don't know what changed. I mean, middle school is what changed. Clear. There's a big difference. But um, yeah, that was that uh, I I stopped raising my hand, basically. Well, so, okay, but so more more like less in a school environment and more um, like in in like the modern day like how often if you're like watching like a television show or even just like throughout the day like if you're like mind is wandering on something like do you have like numerous occasions where you're like i need to figure out that like, i need to figure out the answer to how <clears throat> like this works or yeah like learn more because like i know for a fact like just watching you study like even like the pokemon tcg that you're like constantly evolving like your strategy and gameplay and keeping up with like the latest meta of the game and, and yeah. all the rest. Like, um, so it's, it's probably with you, I would say very like getting like more and more fine tuned yeah. possibly in terms of like where you're directing those efforts. I think, yeah, it, that is, a, it's a, yeah. On, uh, that particular front, I think it is one where I've talked about trying to do like, or having like being coached in some capacity. And I feel like, uh, on that front, if I was talking to someone who was like, you know, quote unquote, like professional at it, I feel like I would not be afraid to ask any question all the time about anything about everything. Like, you know, yeah. why did you sequence it this way? Why is it better to do this? What is the kind of like, why, why would you be considering this card for that situation or this deck or whatever? You know, I would have all the questions I would want answered. And I feel like I would be pretty inquisitive about, you know, everything. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's interesting. It's like one of the, <clears throat> the top comments on, on both of the, the recent things I've said is, is basically this phrase. It's only when I left school that I realized learning is fun. Ex- yeah, exactly. And I, that, that is something <clears throat> that I think happens uh, so frequently, like inevitably, I guarantee you are either the person or, you know, somebody who you went to school with, who wasn't a particularly good student who was doing just absolutely amazing in the real world right and it's like they just they didn't fit like the mold of like the the traditional like educational like like school process yeah Yeah. but it's like 
that didn't mean that they didn't have like a lot going on and a whole bunch of like like willingness to go it just had to be like the right things right um so that's another interesting one hang on let me see if i can get a couple more of these in um hang on i'm scrolling um Okay, this is another one that I personally really like. They're willing to consider different viewpoints when presented with compelling evidence and accept when they made a mistake. Mm. This is a big one. It is a big one. It's it's, it's like, really hard. It is really hard. It is really hard. Yep. And I would say that uh, this is only something that has gotten easier for me the older that I've gotten. Like I can I can like remember going back like to moments even since we've started like super carlin brothers where there have been times where i like i like had like defined or created like a viewpoint or a rule or perspective that like i was like this is true basically always like i stand by it mm-hmm. um and it's like i think even as i've gotten older it's like they're basically just residing on the um the the position of that there's enough weight on both sides of any argument to, to give a certain amount of like credence to, yeah, you know, it's like, there's a reason why both of these people on either side feel the way that they feel. And I'm willing to respect that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's actually, uh, a phrase in name of the wind that, uh, wisdom precludes boldness, uh, which is why Ari says this to quote, but it's, uh, she says it's why like owls don't make very good heroes. Because okay. like wisdom basically can like get in the way of like heroicism oh, because like, wow. like the act of heroics involve a certain amount of like, um, like disregard for common sense, <laughs> like disregard for common sense or even just like uh conviction. Yeah. You know that like, like to be a champion of an idea is to like, like to believe it. Right. And so this is like one of those things where I'm like, it's interesting to me because it does feel like that's, it's like the maybe like the wiser you get, the less the less likely you are to then like become heavily involved in one of these conversations. Uh-huh. If yeah. that makes sense. Sure. Um and I, I so this is me extrapolating really far with it, but I've like I've wondered before if like that's at all like one of the hangups of like modern politics even <laughs> is that like there's a certain amount of like need for conviction from a campaigning perspective yeah because if you were to just go in there and be like well we'll wait both sides under all circumstances and try to come to the right conclusion right like even though like trying to figure the best solution for everyone sounds like an obvious way forward um that is rarely what anyone ever actually says they're going to do. It's always very much like, no, these people are right. These people are wrong. So there's more of you that say I'm right. So vote for me. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But then the other thing that comes with that too, is that like, then as a candidate, you're making like all of these promises on the basis of your stance. And then if, or when push comes to shove, it's sort of like, you've kind of made it a big deal that like, this is where you stand. Right. And now like, even if you have like more than enough evidence to suggest that the other way is the right way to think, it's like, you sort of, you sort of stood on that hill pretty hard, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like, you want to get reelected. You got to do what you're going to do. So I'm not really doing what's best for everyone. I'm doing what's best for me getting reelected. Right. 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 Yeah. So wisdom precludes boldness. Uh, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yay. Politics. (laughs) (laughs) 
Everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite. Okay, we'll do one more so that <clears> we don't end on that note. Um, let's see if I can find a good one. Oh man, so a lot of these kind of like fit together in a very similar manner. Um, okay, okay, here we go. This might be a good one for folks out there. The imposter syndrome. Okay. Folks of the world. They're aware of their limitations and just how much they still don't know. As a consequence, they also tend to underestimate themselves. Uh, yeah, that sounds highly accurate. Yeah. 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 This is, this is one of those, um, where it's that, it's that phrase, like the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Right. Like, it's like, mm, that's. That is, it's like, it's like the more and more and more you learn or, you know, there is to learn about a given topic, the more you start to realize like how hard it would be to be an expert on all of the other things. Right. Because you're like, it, it has taken me 10 years to know as much as I know about my topic now. And I still feel like I'm only scratching the surface. I can't even begin to weigh in yeah. on this thing that I haven't spent 10 years of, right. of time studying. So as a result though, they don't even learn anything about that. Potentially, potentially. I mean, I guess it just depends on like you might have a less willingness, um, like uh, like blissful ignorance, maybe at times is one of those things where it's like you, you don't know how hard of an obstacle what you're signing up for is. And as a result, you have enough enthusiasm to like buoy you yeah. through like that beginning stage. So I could I could see a scenario where this is like a, a potential hindrance to somebody where it's like. They, they they have so much respect for how hard it would be to know about something that they don't they're like that they're not even like attempting to like step into those waters. Right. This would actually frequently happen when I had my aquarium store where I would have like customers come in who were um, like computer engineers or something and they'd be so smart and like the way that you talk to them and like the way that they like would talk about like their water parameters and like the controls that they've taken and like the number of valves that they incorporated into like their plumbing for like fail safes and stuff like that. Like they would come in and they would talk to me and I'm like, you're doing, you have thought of 50 things I never even considered. <laughs> and it's like, but you're coming to me for advice. <clears throat> Which I like, I was like, like, this is upside down. I should be asking you <coughs> right. how to do this. But like th this exact thing is what is, has caused you to arrive here and say like, oh, you're the expert. Like I'll, I'll lean on what you say. Right. I'm like, I'm like, no, you got a lot. You're doing great, man. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great. Speaking of aquariums, Ben, I have a great corny joke. Oh. <gasps> If you would, if it's you would care minute. to hear it, I would love to hear it. All right, all right. So it's actually about aquariums. I'm, okay, okay, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Are yeah. you ready? Okay. Are you ready? I'm yeah. gonna see if I can okay. get through it. Okay. Because I read this one and I was like, this is really good. <laughs> okay. Drop it on me. Okay. Okay. So a guy is uh, going out to. Um, he decides he's gone into um, into fish as one does. You're familiar with it. Oh yeah, I'm I know. Sure. The I know, you know I, the phenomenon. I know the sickness. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, he goes to the aquarium store and he just, he's like, oh my gosh, clownfish. I love clownfish. And so he decides, he buys the clownfish um, and he exits the store and he realizes that upon exiting the store, like, oh no. And he remembers that clownfish like anemones and he didn't get an anemone. Okay. Only problem is he doesn't have like a ton of money. And as you know, aquariums can be a pretty expensive hobby. Most certainly. Nonetheless, he returns to the store and talks to the salesperson and says like, now I got this clownfish. Should I get like an anemone? And he's like, well, we do have some, but the, they are all kind of expensive. They're like big anemones. Okay. And so I don't know if that's true, if anemones are expensive or not. They but certainly as for the joke. Especially <laughs> if it's a rose bubble tip. Man, wow. don't even get me started. Like, 
let's assume that's all they have at this yeah, particular yeah. store. Now, the associate is like, now, the great news is, though, is not specifically anemones. They just want something to, like, rub up against. So there is a garden store down the street where you can just go get, like, um, like a fern or something. They'll just kind of, like, get in there with, like, the fronds, and it'll pretty much create the same effect, and they're really cheap. So it's like, oh, okay, all right, well, I don't know. I really, I really want the anemone, but anyway, he decides to take the guy's advice. He goes down, and he's pretty skeptical about it, but... He buys the fern and he goes home, puts puts the fish in the tank, puts the fern in the tank as well, and <laughs> um, is watching it. And the clownfish immediately goes over and starts swimming in the fronds on the fern. And he goes and he steps back, just so satisfied with his decisions, and says, "Wow, with fronds like these, who needs an enemies?" <laughs> and well-informed joke i know holy cow i was like i was like it's true like an, like <clears throat> like clownfish like do live in anemones in the wild but also like they will live in other things also exactly um man with for all of the, the for what it's worth the fern would not live the fern, would uh, not, the fern live. not even a little bit um <laughs> man, with, with fronds like these oh well yeah yeah there you go that is presumably the rest of Marlon's joke. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. So did somebody like write this out? Someone yeah, wrote it out and they submitted it to us on Reddit. I don't know if it was their joke or if they were just copy and pasting it from someone else, but I read it and I was like, with frauds like these, it is an enemy. That's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I've always thought it was, well, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm positive that's not the real joke he's telling. Um, I'm certain the joke in Finding Nemo is with friends like these who needs enemies is like the actual punchline uh-huh, he's going yeah. for. So I don't know what the, the rest of his actual joke was, but I thought that was so funny. <laughs> I was like, oh man, someone reverse engineered it. <laughs> Truly spectacular. Yeah. They're like, just, just great delivery. <laughs> I don't know if you have ever considered doing stand-up comedy where just all you do is sell, like it's tell long form <laughs> just jokes, story, like, jokes. story jokes <laughs> it's like like because i think the other one you told once upon a time was like the 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 story about the guy who's like hiding in the freezer yeah yeah and, oh my gosh so spectacular yeah ah oh, sometimes i still think about that day and laugh oh just gives, <laughs> gives me a chuckle that is one of my favorite jokes of all time it um i think i think i really enjoy like that kind of comedy because the comedians that do that they're like they're like in the middle of telling you an otherwise a long story that appears to be the premise for the joke except it tangents off like 50 times into other jokes as well uh-huh as well um like one of my favorite comedians is a guy named uh gary gullman okay yeah i'm not, i'm sure you've seen some of his comedy because i've shown it to you but like one of my favorite bits he ever does is about like this when he watched a documentary about people coming up with abbreviations for all the states <laughs> okay and it's like it sounds like that's gonna be the whole joke like wow i watched a documentary about this boring you know and it was like but by the end of it it's like he's turned this one concept of him watching a documentary into like a hundred other little mini jokes along the way and it's just like it's so perfectly done and i just i really love that uh that particular style interesting yeah okay Have, like, would you ever do stand-up oh my gosh i think it's it's one of those things that like I I, pro- I don't really think about it anymore, but like at one point, like I thought about it like a lot, like what would I talk about? And I feel like 
even no matter how much I tried to think of like something I could go on stage and say I could like never think of anything. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Which is and like I think I was like putting like way too much pressure on the idea of it. Like it has like and like I don't know didn't have any sort of like approach to it or anything. But okay, okay. Well, I'll support you if the day ever. Does oh, okay, come, yeah. I think you got the delivery <laughs> open down mic pat. night. Yeah. I know this. This is like one of those things where like I am. I am always so sure that you are. <clears throat> Uh, to, to go back to our conversation from earlier, more intelligent than I am, no. because you can hold the whole the whole story of the joke in your head. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's too much of a paragraph for me to be able to deliver from memory. Yeah, like I just like, <laughs> like I, I I can't hold that much data. Yeah, I my brain is um it has like like Twitter length space right it's like so i can i can you do gotta like, have like one-liners exactly yeah you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. get up there and just be like this is my one sentence joke i know i know yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think i'm also slightly intimidated by even just like attempting to c- command the attention of another human being for as long You're as like, it would take no one could possibly listen to me <laughs> yeah. i get on stage and be like hey i'm ben and then be like hey I'm ben and be like so let me know i'm bored and say that forget it let's go back to drinking let's go back yeah. to yeah. <laughs> but yeah. i i've always thought that my style of of stand-up comedy humor if i were to do it would be very like unprepared <laughs> self-deprecating just sort of like oh no i'm on stage and i don't yeah. know what to say this is gonna be embarrassing yeah like, <laughs> yeah. like just sort of like my inner monologue just, yeah, can, just i'm so weird <laughs> Yeah, our new favorite quote. New favorite moment. quote from Pixar. Oh my gosh! Um, well, I feel like we have reached a state of just general ramble, so it feels yeah. like a good time to slowly close out the this week's episode. Uh, I do want to remind everybody that we do have a brand new piece of exclusive quarterly merch, Woo! which is now going to be available for the last three months of uh, 2022. Uh, what we're going to be doing is um, a custom set of RPG dice Mm -hmm. so like the full the full set like all seven of the various dies that you may use in a game of D&D and to accompany those die will also be an exclusive recording of Jay and I's first ever D&D campaign that's right it's gonna be super fun I'm very excited I'm very nervous uh, to record the episode but we're gonna be doing it here with the uh, other team members at the office and I'm, I'm I'm super jazzed I think everybody else too like as soon as they heard the idea they're like oh this is gonna be fun I know it's gonna um, be fun I have to tell you the number one thing I'm like stuck on is whether or not I like I could should or would do like a voice of some kind because oh. pretty much the only voice I know how to do is my Shania Twain voice I mean Ben there's nothing wrong with going going full Twain for your character F- full Twain full Twain yeah 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 um, yeah, my, my name's Ben. I know. So. Well, you're probably not Ben. Probably have a different name for your... Bellum and Chorster? Yeah, Bellum and Chorster. <laughs> go yeah, on, go on. <laughs> old school, man. Raise your hand if you got that reference. Yep, yep. I mean, if you're here with us at episode 149 and you've stuck with us, I bet you remember Bellum and Chorster and uh, Gemma Lemon Nightshade. <laughs> I would love to just give you an air five right now. So wherever <clears> you are, raise your hand. And on the count of one, two, three, boom, we have now all collective air five. Mm. And I'm very, I'm very happy about it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that episode episode of our D&D campaign and uh, to get in on the quarterly uh, exclusive merch, which again is going to be that set of uh, RPG dice is over at patreon.com slash popcornculture. Otherwise, if you have any other feedback about the show, you can send that over to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Otherwise, until next time, pop pop! Pop!